Hello, uh, friends, lovers, and others. Uh, this is the Plot is Optional podcast. I am Allie, and I am joined today by my co-host... Grant. <laughs> and today we are going to talk about um, a piece of fiction by the very legendary Chuck Tinkle. Um, American and, Treasure. Yeah, American Treasure, legend... All around amazing buckaroo and teaching us every day that love is real. Um, oh, and yeah. I think, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably familiar with Chuck Tingle. But, you know, let's uh, let's give some uh, background. Um, so Chuck Tingle is an, a writer of various forms of comical yet very like sensual and strange forms of smut and usually in short forms um he's been at it for a while he is anonymous nobody really knows his um his identity um Mm. which makes it fun because there's a lot of goofy theories about who he actually is um his legal name isn't chuck tingle it might be we don't Mm. know Um, uh, yeah true 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 I don't know how many of those theories you're familiar with. I'm familiar with zero, but I'm ready to hear all of them because I've uh, been very impressed by uh, Mr. Chuck Tingle and his writing uh, as as someone who is new to the world of erotica. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. Um, so last time I was talking with Ashley and Ashley and I are both fairly familiar with uh, the smut world. I more so than um Ashley. But um Grant is going in mostly cold here. Mm-hmm. I um, go home every day, I drink water and read the Bible and go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Like a good old fashioned American citizen. Mm, I didn't even know people had these urges. This is all new to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's all new. The idea of um you know, fucking monsters and buses and <laughs> dinosaurs and Whatever else, lumberjacks, hockey players, <laughs> the whole gamut. Um, but yeah, um, so one of my favorite Chuck Tingle theories um, is that he's actually um, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Captain America? What is no, not Captain America. He's, because um, that's Chris Evans. Chris Pine is uh, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Is Captain Kirk. Okay. Oh, yeah. new Captain Kirk. Yeah, new Captain Kirk. Oh. So, yeah, one of the Chuck Tingle theories is that he's actually Chris Pine, um, which I, you know, I don't think is true, but I love it anyway. Wow. And part of the reason is, like, people are like, well, he got a degree in, like, English and creative writing. I'm like, hmm. Hey, Allie. But, uh, We're really seeing what yeah. Chris Pine's for. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh my god. That's really good. That's the kind of conference I'm um, Yeah. Um so the other thing is he wrote an article a while back about being um, you know, schizophrenic and autistic and you know, I feel like that's more um the vibe he brings is like this radical acceptance of um Everyone, um, specifically, like, queer folks and um, just 
you know, lovely humans. Um, that's just his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he takes himself seriously, but not too seriously. No, that's like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think, you know, that's part of the thing is he knows that he's writing something ridiculous, but he also like is a writer. That was you know? the thing I think surprised me the most about um, this book is I did not expect, you know, with such a fun premise, I did not expect it to go so frankly graphic and erotic. And then I believe it was you who told me he was quoted as saying like, yeah, I want to have fun, but I want these books to be erotic. I want people to enjoy them on that central level. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think, um, whether or not his premises are your jam, like, you know, he's he's doing what he loves. Yeah, and, and God uh, bless him. Adding just this, yeah, adding this light to the world. Um, so Grant, do you want to talk about uh what uh book of his that we read? Um, oh, I'm gonna butcher the title. We haven't really because yeah. it's very wordy, but um, yeah. That's the other thing is his titles are fairly wordy. Um, so I don't have it right in front of me, but I believe the title was I Got Pounded in the Butt by a Vampire Night Bus. Um, okay, I got it right now. Vampire Night Bus pounds my ah, butt. Pounds my butt. I got it because the Vampire Night yeah. Bus is more in control. You want to put his. Oh, I see. I see. I got it. Yeah, the Vampire Night Bus is pretty dumb. <laughs> Yo, I know. We uh really, really uh drives the guy off his route. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so the main character is um working and does this car get um Rex? Um it's in the shop. I don't think it was Rex, yeah. but there was some kind of uh you know, uh, some kind of a uh, maintenance issue. Yeah. So his car get, gets wrecked. He's in LA mm-hmm. and uh, has to take the bus. Um, and so, you know, he becomes a bus person and like gets familiar with people on the bus and thinks about public transit, which Grant, I know you think about a lot. So we'll get to, we'll get to that a little bit. Um, Absolutely. And uh, eventually, like, somebody warns him, like, don't take this number bus. What was the number again, Allie? Yeah. Uh, looking through the, uh, my, my ebook here. I know, I've got the audiobook, so it's harder for me to, for me to check. Yeah, However, it's... more enjoyable in some ways. Yeah, I was going to say, I have not listened to um audiobook but i do often like appreciate audiobooks of smut um it seems like a very fun job to go in and just yeah. you know your direction now is to just like you know uh, you're orgasming in ecstasy <laughs> just give me give me that that's your direction yeah um some of my favorite things um I like to listen to audiobooks in the grocery store, and so it's so funny, like, in the dairy aisle, and, like, it's just, like, this really spicy, 
part of the book, and I'm just like, if my headphones get unplugged <laughs> right now, yeah, right. I'm living a very dangerous life. Um, um, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to ask you to leave this Aldi's. <laughs> sorry, the safe. Incredible. You're banned from Safeway. Banned from Safeway. Bus thirteen. Vlad mm. is bus thirteen. Of course, he's bus thirteen. That's right. Yeah, we should have known. Lucky thirteen. There's plenty of numbers he could have gone with, but um. Oh he, yes, he, like six. Yeah, I was gonna say he could have gone a little more smutty with it, but he chose to be tasteful and do thirteen. Exactly. So, of course, though, our character does get on bus thirteen. And bus thirteen is a very handsome, Ooh. handsome bus mm. named Vlad. He's got that that nice Eastern European accent we all love. Where are you from, Vlad? And where are you from? <laughs> and of course, he's from Transylvania. Of course. Um, and Vlad, Vlad takes him on the scenic route, mm. and of course, that just means that he's gotten abducted by a vampire. Uh, a vampire um, night bus. A vampire night bus. Uh, yeah, so what else about this uh, night bus is interesting, Well, uh, Grant? The biggest thing I, I enjoy about Chuck Tingle um, is he uh, he really, in, in very short order, built the world around for me. I enjoyed the main character um, opining on uh, the, uh, the um, discrimination that public transit people as in uh, sentient buses, uh, face in this world. And uh, I appreciate him touching on that because it's an issue we have uh, uh, not dug into enough because, uh, you know, they work hard. They're really the backbone of our transit system, and they deserve rights too. They're not second-class citizens just because they're buses. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, I really, I did appreciate that. That was good. I, I know um, this book was so like that's one thing I, I I really enjoyed and I hope to uh see in his future books is like just literally laughing out loud at some of the dialogue. It's so funny. Yeah. Um I I think you know like my favorite part. Um uh which one? Have you ever been with a city bus before? <laughs> Once in college. <laughs> Which I love, like, the idea that, uh... You know, he's got just, like, God, you know, you're just experimenting, you're figuring yourself out, you're new to college, this handsome bus is next to you, you know, you're like, why not? Have a few drinks. Auto-curious, Auto-curious. Look, we don't want to fetishize these buses, all right? They're people, too. They are, they are. Um, but I don't, I don't think, uh... Vlad cares. Oh, Vlad? No. Vlad, um... Vlad's out for Vlad. Uh... Maybe almost to a problematic sense that we learn later. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think in the beginning, kind of, um, the thing that really struck me was, uh, our protagonist's, um adventures and he got on the vampire night bus that was the thing after being warned and um almost immediately really 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 just starts to um really get under the spell under vlad's spell very quickly 
Yeah, there's like a mesmerizing, like a vampire buzz glamour going on. Mm, mm, yeah, is it is it magic or is it just uh, charisma? That's what I want to know, Ooh, Allie. Yeah, does he have the riz? I think as the kids are seeing seems, these it days, it does seem to appear that he has, in fact, the riz. He uh, on the riz. I mean. <laughs> Sorry. He does put it on the wrist. Um, he, uh, while while having a stellar six pack, I'm sure helps. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure, like anatomically, how a bus would have a six pack. I want to know. You know, it makes sense though. I mean, he's running around town all day. I mean, his body fat's probably like seven percent. Hmm. So where would the six pack like? End up though. That that's uh... oh, it, it ends up in our protagonist's face. Oh well, yes, it does. Um, so here's the other thing I think we also both loved is uh, what does the vampire night buzz drink? Because uh, he stopped drinking blood. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where you know what they're gonna say, but you just can't wait for them to say it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like going to a wrestling show and you're like, yeah, I know all the phrases, but it's fun to say it. Uh, the reveal that the vampire bus doesn't drink blood anymore, but only come. Mm. It's what he runs on. Really, it's yeah. great for the environment. It is. It's very, like, efficient. Um, <laughs> if only we could figure this the out. The thing that uh, does intrigue me, though, is um, how are they fueling up at the bus stations now? The bus terminals. Well, I don't know. I think, you know, this one bus is vampire, but are they all? I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. I feel like there's got to be more than one because, uh, well, do we want to, do we want to well, jump to the ending and how, uh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll jump to the ending. Okay. So, um, I know we, Ashley and I did this last time. Uh, so once again, uh, we're about to reveal the, beautiful ending of this um if you haven't read it and you don't want it to be spoiled like go take like half an hour it's really short and it's really beautiful just take half an hour um take, read vampire uh, night bus take and an yeah. extra 15 to take a cold shower afterwards oh yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yes so we uh vlad um has our protagonist really really um intrigued let's say, mm -hmm. uh, and is taking him off the route. But at this point, the protagonist is into it. And high in the hills above L.A., he takes him to his gothic castle. As we are oh my gosh, a yes. very, very traditional architecture feature of uh, Los Angeles. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I remember going to L.A. and seeing all the gothic castles. You, you can't um, throw a stone without hitting one. Yeah. Um, and then once we get to his castle, which that also kind of intrigued me. So is it like a drawbridge situation where he's just pulling in? Because then he's like in his sort of like lounge with like a big fireplace. And, you know, I really pictured this like very like, like the nicest garage you've ever been in. Yeah, I was kind of picturing like the nicest garage, but also like he has like a ramp instead of stairs, <laughs> which is pretty good. Right, like I pictured it kind of like going around the perimeter of the room and then dropping him off. And like there's like some chairs for guests, but he's in like a velvet parking spot. 
Yes, I would love that. <laughs> but um, this is when the uh, when the uh, erotica really drives up to eleven here. Um, so something we learn, and this is what intrigued me, is we learned that the bus's penis. I thought it'd be on the undercarriage. Yeah, I feel like that's like logical, yeah. right? It is. So it is. Uh, so the bus goes ahead and fillets our protagonist, which again, I guess would be on the grill. I don't know. Maybe he's in the yeah, driver's seat. I was going to say, I, I'm pretty sure that was outside the bus. Because Chuck- his mouth in the illustration or the, the picture is outside. By the way, the illustration of the front of Chuck Tingle's books are great. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is half of the pleasure of reading them, is that the illustrations are just amazing. Whoever he's got on his uh, payroll for Photoshop, uh, give them a raise. They're killing it. Um, they really are. But, um... So that happens. So he gets fueled up by our protagonist. Um, And then he's like, now you do me. And then I'm like, okay, so he's going to have to get under the bus. So I figured he'd get like one of those mechanic rolly things and roll under there. Um, But no. Which would have been a nice touch too. (laughs) Well, maybe for the sequel. But but then goes inside and uh, it's just like this big old throbbing member, but it's out of the back wall of the bus, which that intrigued me. I did not expect that at all. Oh yeah. Me either. I was like, um, what happens when people are in the back of the bus? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I don't want to be sitting really obscene or is there like a flap that it hides behind? I'm trying to go to work. And then I've got this thing just like hanging out next to me the whole time. Yeah. This, this bus is just hanging down. <laughs> yeah. The public transit here is really great, but the buses are all just hanging tight. Like, what's going on? (laughs) But, uh, so he continues to uh, finish off the night bus. And um, I can't remember if the bus bites him or not. Do you remember? The bus does not bite him. Ah, so that's not the transformative agent. But throughout the story... It is is the (laughs) blowjob. Is the transformative agent. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. um, throughout the story, there's uh, a recurring theme where the protagonist keeps saying, um, you're not going to turn me into a bat, are you? And you hear this, and obviously it's it's some pretty strong foreshadowing. Um, where, yeah. And at the end, they're kind of like sitting, it's not really more like a, like they're cuddling, it's more like they're both just like, so enraptured that they just like fall down on the floor and our protagonist looks over at this handsome night bus from transylvania vlad who has just satisfied every carnal urge he's ever had and he goes wow that was amazing thanks for not turning me into a bat though and the vampire night bus vlad says of course of course but then it goes back to our protagonist and he starts, his arms start getting rubbery. Yeah, I was going to say, dark. he starts changing. And, yeah. and turning into wheels. And he goes, what's going on? And it, our story ends with Vlad laughing maniacally and going, I never said I'd turn you into a bat. Turn you into a bat. I never said I wouldn't turn you into a bus. Um, and Vlad laughing, laughing. And that's how I guess other vampire night buses are are created. 
Yeah, but like when we talk about like the discrimination, we don't mention that the other buses are vampires. That's the thing. You know? Yeah, are all the buses vampires or are just some of them? I mean, I I don't want to get caught up too much in minutia, but it really really bothers me that we live in this world where public transit people cannot, you know, live their lives. Also, you know, how do they how do they procreate? Uh, blowjobs. You think like that's how like the regular bus people procreate? Uh, I mean, this is all the information I have to go off of. Um, I hmm, because now I'm thinking about what like a bus Volvo would look like. I guess it'd be on the inside <laughs> too. Exactly, but we also mm. know that like he has like uh powers like would. Would powers be involved? Is this like like a like a fish or situation where we just like got eggs and <laughs> shoot off like a fertilized and like all right, all right, I'll see if I want to fertilize with this. Yeah, I don't know, Vlad. You've been fucking up. I might toss the semen packet back in the water. Um, <laughs> back in the motor back, oil. Back on the highway. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was gonna say there's a lot of Yannick imagery you can use with the buses. You know, you're going inside the bus and yada yada yada. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going inside the bus, but there's also like an exhaust pipe. Oh yeah, there you go. Hundred percent. Yeah, you're right. That's true. Um, yeah. And do bus people like it when other like when humans drive them? Is that like a turn on? Is that a turn off? Does it you know go from person to person? Is that like uh oh yeah, drive me daddy, or is that like you know I'm in the driver's seat? Yeah, I was gonna say, or is that like offensive? Right, right. Yeah, I don't want to offend these bus people. I really appreciate all the work they do. I would not be able to get around without it. I was gonna say I appreciate um our transit our transit humans. Thank you, thank you. I salute I humans. salute our our the brave and hardworking bus and transit people of the US and really of the world. Yeah. Yeah, we should. They've been treated bad for like far too, too long. long. We need we need to appreciate them for all they've done for us and uh yeah, I, I think I, I'd really it really touches on that important issue. I'd really like to dedicate uh, this episode to the hardworking uh, bus people of the world. Yes, transit transit Americans. I I do love that. Um, yeah, I I really appreciate this, and once again, like. I love that we read this book because you have you learn about public transit for fun. Oh yeah, I like that's one of your hobbies. a lifetime ago. I was an urban planning major, so it kind of is my uh, that that the novel really called to me the novella. I was going to ask what your thoughts about the story, as someone who is more familiar with the world of smut are like where where would you rate it if you had to or where were its strong points its weak points anything like that um so for my perspective in the world of smut i would say this is like you know three and a half peppers out of five okay okay i like that scale (laughs) 
I was gonna say, I feel like that's the scale a lot of smart people use. Um, and you know, I think I think it's pretty well written. I think I like. I think, you know, a lot of books like there's you know, dirty talk, but I kind of really like it in this one in like kind of a silly way. Um, it's like as someone who is new to the world of eroticism and isn't necessarily into, um men on men stuff if that is appropriate here i feel like the vlad was masked it is, yeah it is. um yeah it was I, there was a minute where i was like oh my <laughs> had to, cl- had to <laughs> clutch my pearls for a second there yeah i was gonna say i think you know this is a good like jumping in point because it's like spicy and you kind of like experience like what smut can be like, but it's also not one hundred percent spice like right um, right I, the whole time like there's a plot I'm even though plot's optional, we know that <laughs> the plot is definitely optional um, i uh in this book, however, the plot was very crucial because uh that's what really hooked me, yeah, I was gonna say i he manages to like have something where sure the plot could be optional but it does a lot of world building in a short amount of time you know i i, I know it's a, it's a that, that's supported more where the comedy is but i honestly would like to see more stories set in this world i was very intrigued yeah maybe he has a sequel i'm not sure um he has just written so many of prolific these. Writer. you know it feels like he yeah he's such a prolific writer and Oh, this is just like Allie. Yeah, put your uh, mm-hmm. put your tinfoil hat on for this one because I got a new theory. Okay, okay, I'm ready. Chuck Tingle, an AI. Mm. He's an AI that, developed by the government for eroticism. I don't want to believe that. That's why though. all the prompts I'm, are so I'm wild. Leaving. It's like, yeah, this is this is a thing. That's true. Buses can buses can have penises hanging out the back, or well, the back of the front, back of the inside. Yeah, buses can hang, hang some dong if they. They want. can hang dong all day, and that's what America's really about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, I I like to think that it's like one of those things, like you know how AIs can't really get hands right. They're like almost there. They're like okay, erotic. What is erotic? All right, these two dudes are into each other. And it's going to be hot. He's going to take him back to his house. And oh, one's a vampire. People love that vampire. And also he's a bus. And that's like where it kind of just goes, okay. All right. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll tighten up on the programming. Yeah. But I also, um, I think this one is kind of a good uh, starter smut because there's not like some weird kinks going on other than it being like a bus person. No, no. it's It's pretty... Tradition. It's not like vanilla, but it's not like, you know, chaining someone up or anything. So you would say if someone wanted to get into the world of erotica, this would be a good entry point? I do. I do think, like, I think things like this that are kind of fun and light um, with a lot of heart to them, I think those are always, like, a good starting point. I know... For me, I kind of started with the, you know, cheesy, like, sort of historical fiction romances. Oh, really? Um, 
Yeah, so I, my first uh, romance novel was this book called On a Wicked Wind, which was like a time traveling pirate romance. <laughs> what time does so? And it was the the protagonist travels to pirate times. Yeah, yeah. The pro- protagonist is like a a sassy businesswoman who you know doesn't have time for romance, but then she goes back to pirate times and like falls in love with this pirate, even though she wants to go back home. Um, yeah, and that's kind of like a a pretty standard uh, plot for those types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like fill in the blank, like you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Busy businesswoman does all of this, um, and then she and, meets you know, a suave whatever samurai, and yeah, go- she meets her uh, manic pixie dream pirate. <laughs> uh, Man, being a is being like, a handsome is, pirate this would is be the- hard. It really would be. You'd always have these. Like, you got like scurvy and shit like that. You got one yeah, eye and one hand. Scurvy. Yeah, he didn't have scurvy. There was that. Because um, I mean, in in these romance novels, you know, everybody's fine and beautiful. Oh my god, healthy, healthy. Also, always just like yeah, you know, grumpy and sunshine usually, yeah. and not like. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, not like uh, just like awful um, gangs of marauders going across the Caribbean. Although, you know, I think um, I think I'd like to read that, though. Uh, we should do it. Yeah. Uh, how long has it been yeah. since you've read it? Go ahead and write it. Go ahead and write it. Uh, yeah, we should we should read that one. I'll have to. It's been so long. No, um, maybe I'll have it's to time find to. It. I, th- I I don't have my copy anymore. At all. That would be really fun to revisit that, and then we can take a strip down uh, down alley memory lane. Yes, yes, we could. Um, but yeah, I think you know if you're not going to start with like the Harlequin or like Bridgerton type romance things like definitely start with just something fun and fun and spicy like this um so you'd say chuck tingles basically most of his line of books is pretty accessible yeah i think so and you know he has them for all sorts of people and sexualities and like identities absolutely he's got asexual books as well Oh, cool! But are like not pounded by this thing. Um, <laughs> which is like beautiful, you'll know, you know. And that's the thing I've learned to uh, to your point is uh, you'll know whether it's for you by the title. There won't be any surprises. At least yes, not when it like comes you know to what you're getting into. There may be surprises when it comes to the plot, which is optional, but. There yeah. definitely won't be surprises when it comes to the sexual content. Exactly. It pretty much spells it out for you. If you want to see a vampire night bus pound someone, boy, howdy, do we have the book for you. Yeah, we have the book for you. And um, But if you're more into... You no, know, it's still hot. It, yeah, very much so. Like some, like some bus fumes. Hello? Hello. Oh my god! Yes. I thought I dropped on that terrible joke Don't I made. Yeah. No, no, no. It's good. <laughs> it was good. Some bus fumes. Um, Trying to tie it all together for you. 
Um, do you all usually yes. do have an outro? Like I was thinking like asking you since you're the expert, like that's why I was like going into it. I'm trying to think of what else we could uh, really touch on. Um, yeah, so my outro is usually saying this has been plot and optional. It's been recorded and edited by me and us. Um, and yeah, we have our music by uh, Cody and Alex. It's a song called Your Love, and you can find their music anywhere you stream. Check them out and your support music. them. Yeah, check them out and support them. They're lovely people. Um, Okay, so next time we are going to read Live, Laugh, Lich by uh, Kate Pryor. It is um, a monster romance with a lich in an office setting. Um, So I think y'all will really appreciate this, like, sort of romantic comedy workplace sort of deal um, with a lich. Um, so stay tuned to that. Looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, stay tuned for that. And, uh, we'll try to get that episode up for you, um, in a couple of weeks, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We're trying to get on a regular schedule here, but you gotta crawl before you run. Exactly. Um, bye-bye. Bye.
Sing your love. 